0: Coming up on the Building a Coaching Culture podcast.
1: Are you willing and able to take a step every day, get closer every day to that vision that you've created for yourself?
0: You're listening to the Building a Coaching Culture podcast. If you need to compete and win in the 21st century labor market as an employer of choice, this podcast is for you. Each week, we share leadership development coaching, and culture development insights from leading experts who are developing world-class cultures in their own organizations. And now, here's your host, Jr. Flatter.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, for our final session of our House of Leadership, Leadership and Lifelong Learning. Last time we were together, we were talking about unreasonable the final characteristic in the house, the final enabling characteristic, I should say, the most provocative by far and meant to be provocative, meant to inspire a thought and conversation. Hopefully you spent the time away journaling, having a conversation with your significant other about where does this fit in your house? If at all, it is your house. Talking to other leaders about the idea of being unreasonable. What can they learn from you? What can you learn from them? Does it fit? in their house leadership. And then finally, a conversation with your coach and reasonables fit in. Great. Thoughts as we move into our final.
0: You know, recognize that in these past couple of episodes that you've listened to, there's been a lot of information, but for individuals listening in, we're looking at the entire house right now. And it's really, really cool to see the ways that they intersect and that It's a house that you get to construct on your own. And so just recognize that you've come a long way by listening to these episodes and excited to talk about lifelong learning in the future.
1: All right, a lifelong path toward mastery. I think it was Malcolm Gladwell, they wrote Outliers, that it takes 10,000 repetitions to become a master at something. As you walk through your house of leadership, you think about a continuum of knowledge where I don't know anything about this And then you become aware of something, you become familiar, which is the next step. Proficiency, that you're good at this task, probably good enough to make your living at it. But then you're on this lifelong path to mastery beyond proficiency. And this is the path that you're starting on today to get those 10,000 reps. And I love this quote uh, by Lao Tzu, the father of Taoism. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step, Over the course of the 11 sessions prior to this one in your house of leadership, you've taken 11 steps and your journey to mastery is gonna take a lifetime. Are you willing and able to take a step every day, get closer every day to that vision that you've created for yourself? That's what this path to mastery in this session is all about today. Mastery of this house is a noble and worthy pursuit. You're gonna be in the arena, You're going to have a vision that's very different from a lot of others. You're on this path to mastery. You put the work family self in place. You put the TCE in place. You have principles that are going to get you there. Enabling characteristics are now in your toolkit, to help you along the way. You're literally committing a lifetime to achieving this mastery, to achieving this vision. There's a reason we put your vision out at 30 years, because we want it to be far enough that it is actually a lifetime vision. I'm of an age where I've achieved mine, thankfully, quite honored of those achievements that we were able to, uh, I'm thinking of a word, blessed. Why can't I think of that
2: word?
1: <laughs> uh, i am at a point in my life where I've been able to achieve my original 30 years, been quite blessed to have done that and put a second set of 30 years at about age of 55, so it's a, literally a lifetime journey where you might have to reinvent a few times along the way. But don't let anybody tell you that it's not a noble and worthy pursuit. So what do you do next? So you've accepted that you've got 11, 12 steps in this lifetime journey. What's next for you? So keep investing in yourself. Keep investing in your mastery. Keep sight of the goals and objectives. Pass on. So we talk a bit about obligation on this journey together. If you are on this path, you have the willingness and ability and the courage, pass that on, develop those around you, help them build their house of leadership. Keep conducting your developmental conversations, keep journaling. It's really powerful to be looked back 30 or 40 years at yourself and see what you were thinking. The day your children were born, the day you graduated from university, if that's part of your path, see what was going on in your life and see what was going on in your mind. It's just a really enjoyable, joy-creating ability. If you're not journaling, you're not going to have that, let alone the learning that you achieve when you are journaling, the clarification that it delivers. Keep talking to your significant others. Life happens. The goals should stay in place because there are goals that no matter what happens, they remain in place. But the objectives and the key results are almost certainly going to change. So keep talking to your significant others. Keep using your journey as a reason to talk to other leaders. Talking to uh, one of the leaders that we have in our cohort this morning, reminding him that these conversations are an opportunity to talk to somebody that you might not have had a purpose for before. So be courageous and be bold in the leaders that you're inviting to have conversations. And the ask stays the same. I'm on this lifelong journey to leadership mastery. I look to you as an exemplar of leadership. Could you spare some time to talk to me about your journey and about my journey? Very few leaders in this world are going to say no to that request. Keep talking to your coach. You might not meet as frequently as you have during your time in this journey, but you're not done yet, and a coach can still bring you tremendous value. What are your thoughts? Lifelong development. You're two lifelong learners.
2: I saw somebody... um They were talking about learning as an adult and you look at how much a child has to learn in just a few years, they learn the language and, you know, about the physical world and everything. And that's because it's necessary for them. Somebody really pushes them to continue learning. And when you are an adult, if you don't kind of have that internal motivation to keep on adding to your skills, um, it's not going to happen naturally but at the same time you know we have the power to learn those skills just like we did when we were children so i think sometimes people kind of forget their potential and you can stagnate if you're not putting challenges ahead of yourself and you know growing continuously
0: yeah completely agree with lucas and i'd like to think of like lifelong learning as also just continuing to have a growth mindset i would like to keep a growth mindset until i die because Otherwise, I'll just be stuck in where I am. So I really do believe in the quote that you learn from everyone that you meet. And it's such a point of gratitude to be able to experience that every day and learn something new. So I think that you can maintain that for the rest of your life if you choose to.
1: So we've talked about in uh, the sessions in principles, laying out a mission statement, a development plan. So what's next for you? could be a degree, it could be an accreditation, it could be a child, it could be a marriage. But what does your house tell you is next? You're going to have development that's necessary, so an individual development plan, as well as an individual mission statement. Your house of leadership, your pillars should tell you what's next. How often do you review your house? I have a friend who gets up every morning and looks at his individual mission statement. A little more frequently than than I would think is necessary, but it works for him in his house. Set some kind of milestones where you're regularly going to review. If you have a significant other on this journey with you, maybe your anniversary day. When were you married? When did you meet? Some annual celebration that you might have. A holiday that you share together. If you're using individual mission statements and houses of leadership in your work, when are you reviewing the performance at other times? And Align your review of your personal and professional house with those alignment periods. Do review it. Don't build it and then put it on a shelf and never think about it again. Review it regularly. Are you getting closer? And as time goes by and you are getting closer, you celebrate those milestones. If you're not, you need to revisit your house. Because at some place, you told yourself something that isn't leading you to your vision. So you need to make some changes. Not a failure, just actually takes courage to go back and visit those. There's a snapshot of an individual development plan. It's not fancy, it isn't sophisticated, but your house of leadership is telling you to get to that vision, I have to do these things in the next five years, I have to do these things in the next 12 months, these things before I go to sleep tonight. So what is that next thing for you? Put it in your development plan, put it milestones and key, key results in your plan to get there. You got this. Make your goals and dreams a reality. All of these characteristics we talked about are going to enable you to make this happen. So go do it. Go make it happen. We talked about in our last session, use this house to help others build their house, mentor others, coach others. If you have a workplace and you have a leadership role, even if you don't have a leadership role, start developing a formal development program Encourage your friends, Rosie. I think you brought this one in, to join in on this invaluable journey.
0: Yeah, we talk about it a lot, but no matter where you are in life, there's always room for growth and development, and there are plenty of opportunities out there. Um, If you don't have a coach, check out Coaching. If you're interested in something more business development and you didn't study it in college, there are courses (laughs) online available to you. So there's a lot of different ways that you can develop going forward. doesn't matter how old you are.
1: Yeah, don't think I didn't hear that. (laughs) Rosalie's not telling the whole story. She's learning how to be a saleswoman as we speak. (laughs) She didn't study that in college. So if you work in a complex organization, they're almost certainly going to want you to quantify your investment. This is a challenge in leadership development, I'll be quite frank. I can tell you that it grows leadership, but I can't tell you how many cupfuls, how many pounds, how many dollars you're going to get. A lot of studies out there None of them are conclusive to say a dollar invested gives $3 back. There's a couple things I talk about when we talk about return on investment with regard to leadership, coaching, coach training. The coefficient is positive. I could tell you that 100%. You are going to grow. It is going to be a positive investment. You just have to accept the outcome. You're not going to know how much. I'm remembering basic algebra, Y equals MX plus B. You're not going to know the slope of growth, but it is going to be positive growth. Another thing i like to talk about is measure things that you're already measuring and they should get better. If you're measuring revenue for profit, if you're a government organization and you're measuring budget execution, those things should get better. The people you're working with should get promoted uh, at a faster rate than people who don't participate. And if they're not, then revisit your program. Attrition, cost to hire, measure your culture with a culture survey. Your culture should be getting better if you're investing in your people. And it's a counterintuitive investment because the CFO says, what if we invest in them and they leave? The CEO says, what if I don't and they stay? I have to work with a a group of people that aren't as efficient and as effective as they could be. This is one thing where the literature is quite clear. If you invest in your people, they will stay. It actually reduces their likelihood of leaving, even if you are giving them new skills. Salespeople, you're training someone to be a salesperson, saleswoman, She's likely not going to leave. So go for it, Rosalie. But then the final thing is the rule of 72. If you absolutely are asked to quantify, the rule of 72 is a trick of compound interest. If you divide a growth rate into 72, so if you say 10% growth, in 7.2 years, you're going to have twice as much. So if you invest a dollar that's earning 10% a year, you're going to have $2 in 7.2 years. Relevance to investment in people. If you get 10% better every year, you're twice as good in seven years. So if you invest in 10% growth in your team, your team is going to be twice as good as it is today. So leadership development, coaching, coach training are investments that are going to pay off, pay off relatively quickly. Continue this investment. Finally, your last homework assignment And I know you're not going to be here to turn it in. So we're just going to to take your word on it. Keep practicing these. Keep journaling. Keep having conversations with significant others. Keep talking to courageous leaders. Any thoughts, team, as we head out the door on this final session?
2: Just that I would recommend, you know, if you're trying to improve at something, if it's coaching or leadership development, anything, it helps to have somebody there that, you know, is along the journey with you. So, if you need to get a coach or if you're trying to improve at something, you know, join a group, have some accountability and feedback. Because, I mean, that feedback especially is essential because otherwise you could be improving at something, but then, you know, somebody else sees what you're doing and they're saying, oh, you know, objectively, that's not an improvement or, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Closing thought so much pressure. I really think that, you know, these episodes are going to be available to you to whenever you want to listen to them. So, And we always get that sentiment from people that this program or, you know, maybe this episode was here for me when I really needed it or when I needed to hear it. A reminder to all the people listening that you are enough and that you absolutely have the agency to take control of your life and get into the driver's seat and start making some action and making those changes so that your personal and professional life can excel.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that. That's powerful stuff. Well, that concludes this episode of Building a Coaching Culture. I truly hope that this episode was helpful to you. If it was, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe stop and give us a rating or a review and share this podcast with someone who might find it helpful as well. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.